welcome to episode number 55 of Gears and Beers, a show where three freedom-loving, gun-toting capitalist pigs talk about gear we love, gear we hate, gun industry news, and whatever else trips our trigger along the way. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Constitutional Carry, the new ATF director nominee, the metatactile tactical carbine conversion kit to turn your Glock into a 16-inch bullpup, and, of course, the 80% announcement that just happened the other day. On our panel tonight, Captain Grungy Hat there, uh, Mr. Andrew Johnson, along with Sam, the owner of Shyworks, Iowa's preferred set of coat applicator, and I am your host, Box. This show is brought to you by Shyworks. Sam, what's going on over at Shyworks? Well, today I was uh, Saracoting a Barrett, actually. I have been for the last couple days, um, and that's... It's a, the design on that one's kind of like a P51 Mustang, you know, with the shark, the the shark mouth on the front of it. Um, and that's kind of what we do. The customer tells us what exactly they're wanting and how they envision they're going to look. And, and we make it a reality. So we're Iowa's customer preferred Cerakote applicator. And uh, check us out at shyworks.com. You can use coupon code LSLF10. That gets you 10% off everything on the website, which is lasered mags, clock backplates, mag bases, patches, shirts, hats, that type of stuff. That's coupon code LSLF10. And also look us up on our on our Facebook. And uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Yes, sir. We are also brought to you by Ballistic Imagery Brand Building Photography. Check that them out on Facebook and BallisticImagery.com. Ballistic Imagery, make an impact. And that's the formalities, folks. I see no one but one of our hosts has said anything in the chat. Is anyone, is anyone with us here tonight? Say hey, if you're here. I know somebody's out there. Cliff, I'm sure you've got something stupid to say. Um, Sam, what were you doing just a little bit ago? That's why we're a few minutes late. We were waiting on, on Sam there. Um, we had Wednesday nights are the first Wednesday every month is a fire meeting. Um, and tonight we had, we had training afterwards as well. And get this, we were playing giant Jenga with a, um, um, basically we were doing a little bit of training and we we're we we're playing giant jenga with the uh i can't even think of the fucking name of it now the the jaws of life so uh -oh. just learning you know just getting more familiar with that and then we we're doing also we were working a maze with the uh they, they built this big ass maze on a four by eight sheet put a, uh, um, a ball in there and then we had to use airbags to roll it through the uh the whole maze so that's what i was doing just before i got here how long were you over there doing that? Uh, the meeting started at seven. So it, it wasn't, that was a quick meeting and then just a quick bit of training. So not, not terrible long time. Oh, that is rather short. It sounds like fun though. It actually kind of was, it actually kind of was a lot better Johnson. than the, the way the morning started with paying taxes. So yeah, we're not going to get, we're not going to get going on taxes. <laughs> Johnson, what, bastards. Are you, what are you drinking there is that something fun or is that the same thing you had last episode ranch water, water? yeah like what? the salad dressing ranch yeah um, <laughs> so it's like it's a common thing in texas so it's like seltzer water tequila and lime juice so this is kind of just like a commercialized version it's agave natural lime juice 
That's not gonna lie. Like a hard seltzer. That sounds terrible. That's what, delicious. What percentage is it? Four. Oh, just so it's just like a beer. Yeah, it's just a typical seltzer. Hmm. <clears throat> not too bad. Not too they make bad. a spicy version. I might try the spicy one next. I I feel like personally, I don't like spice in my drinks. I love spice in food and drinks. I, I don't like spice. That's just I like I'm spicy saying. bloody marys. I'd be interested to try the spicy version. I want to try it, like get them just to try it and see if they're worth a shit or if they're super weird and gross. Box, what are you drinking? Take a guess. Seven, seven, and, seven. and seven with a with a, <laughs> with a lime. I don't have an actual lime tonight. I just squirted some lime juice in it. <laughs> hey, what's the difference? <laughs> Not much for you. I guess. <laughs> right. Seriously, Jeez. is is no one watching? I'm. I'm can, no one is in the chat. Someone's yeah, got to be watching. We got we got people watching. They're just uh, they're just not very talkative tonight. They're tell us what you, tell us what you're drinking if you're watching. Come on, guys, go with the who program is it? here. Who is it? Who are you? Tell me your name. Who I want are it. you? Who's gonna Who's gonna be the first one to comment? Somebody Give me watching. your name. Sam will send you a new 1911 for the first being the first to comment. <laughs> Yep, Hold on, have, let me yeah. let me switch to my personal account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course Dakota's Dakota's watching. Hey Joel. Says he's drinking bush. That a boy. I the, suppose uh, this would be a good time to mention our, our drinking game that our viewers do not know about. We have picked a rule tonight, a word or a phrase. And uh yeah. If one of us says it, that person has to drink. You guys don't know what that word is. If one of you guesses that word before the end of the stream, we're going to send you some free stuff. And that's going to be the last time we mention it. So don't forget. And uh, the stuff may be good stuff, might be dumb stuff, but it's going to be it's going to be stuff. <laughs> nonetheless, gonna be you're going to get I'm some stuff. Certain, I'm quite certain that I may somewhat send someone a fart in a jar. <laughs> Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> okay. But that jar full of fart may also have like stickers or something else in it, but you got to get through the fart to get to the good stuff. But like, we'll, we'll go to Taco Bell and like the next morning do the fart in a jar deal and then put a $100 bill in there. And <laughs> right. Mail it you got to be brave enough to open the jar <laughs> to get the money. We'll, we'll put a warning on top. Warning. Fart in a jar. Taco Bell fart in a jar. And then like, don't fuck <laughs> that. I'm out. In today's day and age, that could probably be considered like sexual assault, assault. or something. Like that. <laughs> I did see that there was a guy who got charged with um, like assault on a police officer for farting in the cop car. I think I saw on the that way too. to jail, and it, and was, it was just so horrendous. Nasty. Yeah, it was so bad that the officer was like having to pull over and get out of the car. That's uh, that is that's, potent. That's, that's next bad. level shit there. Yeah, boy. Did he get okay. arrested at Taco Bell? <laughs> that I don't know. I'm guessing in the Taco Bell parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Joel says, "Hell, just shoot the jar open." I like the way you think, Joel. That's You're gonna do good here. It. You're gonna fit right in. <laughs> this guy's a thinker. Okay, he we should. It's a fart smeller. 
We should move right along to the news. Recently, there has been quite a few states passing constitutional carry, and I believe Georgia was the last one, what, in the last couple days? Yep. Did it just pass? That makes them the 25th state, I believe, that has constitutional carry or permitless carry, we'll say. And I think I I wanted to include that because I think that's freaking awesome that Half of the country does not require, which is sad to say, that oh, half of the country acknowledges your constitutional rights. But right. I think I, I think that's great. I was looking this up a little bit earlier. Vermont is the first first state to actually allow that, and that was written into their constitution in 1793. I did not know that. Ooh. And you only have to be 16 to be able to carry a firearm. Open or in concealed Vermont? in Vermont, but I did not realize Vermont was like a freedom-loving state. Who knows? Maybe they're. I don't know. That's that's what I found. Be, but they were smart enough back then to put it in their state's constitution. I guess. Yeah. Right. Huh. Is that when they were when they became a state? Seventeen ninety three, or was that? Did they write their constitution later on, or amend it later? They or something? might have. <laughs> I don't are know. You, are you seriously asking, asking me about the history of Vermont? Because I, I, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know this off the top of your head? Come I on. The only thing I know about Vermont is they have damn good maple syrup. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, they they sent me some one time. It was delicious. It, that was Atlas Gunworks that sent you yes. some, I believe. Yes, it was. Fantastic firearms there. But mm-hmm. I should say, I did mention... In Vermont, state law requires you to be 16 year old, 16 years old to to carry, but you can't do that because of federal laws that you have to be 18 years old. But I I don't know. This stood out to me because recently there's been a ton of them. The first state, other than Vermont, obviously, to pass a law for constitutional or permitless carry was Alaska in 2003. And the next state to do it was Arizona and Wyoming in 2010. But since then, I think like 19, the, the re- obviously the rest of them, what, 22 states? Yeah, 22. In the last 12 years have passed all constitutional carry, which... Definitely yeah. a step in the right direction. <laughs> it seems to be getting some momentum moving with this, and I'm... I'm a big fan of that. I mean, it's sad that we should have to pass laws like this that we can right. use our constitutional rights. But um, the answer to your previous question: 1791 was when they became a state, and 1793 was when they established their uh, constitution of the state. Okay. What I and what I find interesting. Um, is, and I've talked about this before, like all, all the, the, the right wing States are just keep going, you know, further right, for, you know, constitutional care. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say constitutional carry is a right wing idea. I mean, it's just a, you know, that's just basic freedom, but I mean, th- those States are going more right. And the loony States are going 
and you know, enacting more and more restrictions and everything. So if you look at these states, you break them down, you would think that the states, you know, the way that they talk, you would think that the states that are getting away with restrictions, you know, constitutional carry, the gun law or the gun crime would just be exploding and blowing up. Guess what? That's not happening, which should tell you something. Look in the last two weeks. Where are the two states that had high profile mass shootings? California, New York, the two yep. states with the most restrictive gun control. So, I mean, and, and obviously you can't just tell from that small sample size, but I mean, come on, people think about this. Look, let's look at the facts. The facts are on our side. So keep pushing that shit. And, and also Nebraska would have been the 26th um, and they yeah. had it almost to the finish line. And I don't know what happened, um, but they just could not get it through. But next year, it's looking like that will probably be pushed through next year for Nebraska. So, so in my research of this, um, there was there was an amendment added to this, um, a compromise amendment um, in Nebraska, and their compromise amendment it says would have left in place an Omaha ordinance that requires registration of handguns. Uh, it would have also allowed for the continued prosecution of the crime of carrying a concealed handgun um, if a concealed handgun was used in a long list of covered offenses from robbery and kidnapping to cockfighting and disorderly conduct. Um, so concealing a firearm was still going to be a convictable offense if it was connected with um, other crimes, basically, in Omaha. And apparently Omaha has a handgun registration, which I was unaware of. Um, but the, the NRA urged everyone to vote no against the amend the compromising amendment. And just because of the registration. So they failed to pass the compromise amendment in a 13 to 29 vote, which then pushed the Omaha police officers association. They were kind of neutral on it. They were, they had concerns with the bill because they were basically saying, well, it's going to make it, it's going to make more problems for us basically. And when the compromise amendment didn't get passed, they went from a neutral stance on it to an, again, unopposed stance. So that basically helped them nullify some votes yeah and i think they only missed it by like one vote uh, two votes is what i, I two. two votes is what the article i'm reading says yeah that's that sucks and that would be super frustrating if you were a you know a nebraskan that's actually fighting for this shit that's too bad it's it's tough in nebraska too because like the same the same kind of thing happens with the motorcycle helmet law almost every year the motorcycle helmet law getting repealed out of Nebraska comes up in like every legislative year. And there's one guy every year who shoots it down, who is the, basically the deciding vote. And this dude's been in there for 40 years and they're just like, and he votes no on it every year and they can't seem to yeah. flip enough votes to where it's basically him deciding and he votes no against it every year. That's that's a vote to remove a law to require helmets. Yeah, mm, sounds like he's in cahoots with the helmet business. <laughs> well, why does, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like every state around doesn't 
have one, you know, Florida had one for a long, long time. They finally got rid of theirs. Um, but like Iowa, Missouri just removed theirs. South Dakota doesn't have one. Kansas doesn't have, you know, there's really no States around that require helmets on a motorcycle, but Nebraska's holding steady, keeping theirs on there. So, well, I mean, they got a lot of, um, you know, Omaha, that's a, that's a big population. That's a big, uh, I mean, it's their biggest city. That's a, that's, and that's the problem we run into in Iowa and we're, Iowa's starting to move, you know, we got good momentum going to, you know, going down the freedom road, but for a long time, it was super hard because the fucking quad cities, you know, they just, there's so many commies in there that just vote stupid. Um, and Des Moines too, Des Moines, it's yeah. And yeah. as Des Moines and kind of swallows up Ankeny and it becomes just this giant urban area in the center of the state it makes it hard to yep yep makes it hard for us people on the outliers on the fringes of the state kind of feel like we get represented at all fucking urbanites yeah. <clears throat> uh joel asked if any of us have shot the 30 super carry i myself have not i believe neither of you have either negative i haven't i've been looking for it in like in the stores any type Anytime I go like to Shields or Fleet Farm or anywhere, and I haven't seen any ammo available. I think I feel like James might have said that he had some, but maybe I, maybe I'm not sure. Um, but I I have seen some around, um, you know, in in stores, mostly uh, Facebook stores that I follow and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's you know it's coming around, but not very you know definitely yeah. not a popular caliber yet. I wonder when like Glock conversion barrels will be available. You think in the next I, year, maybe? I I don't know. That's a that's an interesting interesting question. Uh, or does what, the popularity really need to come around for anybody to really start making any barrels for it? Probably. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like before anybody's going to dump a bunch of money into to R and D on something like that, it's going to have to be a little bit more popular, but. I, I don't really know. I don't know. You know what you can get a conversion barrel for a Glock for. Oh, I saw him <laughs> smirk like 30 seconds ago because he's like, man, look at this. They're putting it up on a serving platter for me. Well, I was a little I was a little upset because it's third on that list. And I was like, oh, I can't use that as a segue, but fuck it. Yeah, we're moving on. Here we are. And- <laughs> <laughs> the meta tactic. Who? Apparently, I'm in puberty, boys. <laughs> Meta Tactical Apex Series Bullpup Carbine Conversion Kit. A heck Good of a Lord. name there. That is a mouthful. I thought this was pretty interesting. I think Sam will, will love this, though. This is <laughs> apparently this was announced at Shot Show uh, maybe last year. I don't know, but there wasn't much noise about it. I saw it on the Firearm blog today. What it is, is it's kind of like you guys have seen like the mic. It's kind of like the Micaroni. I mean, it's it's not, but it's the same idea as the Micaroni where you slip your your Glock into this exoskeleton mm-hmm. and you have a little carbine. But this with this, you actually replace the barrel in your Glock with a 16 inch barrel which <laughs> if you if you see the th- thumbnail for this 
it that's that's what it looks like. It's it's goofy. A Glock with a 16-inch yeah. barrel and nothing. But then you put the your your Glock or I guess it actually works with Glocks, MMPs and a couple of P80s. You throw that in the in the rear of this firearm. It's got like a lid on the back of it of the butt stock where you it lifts up, you slide it in there and you slide it back down. So your fire your your pistol is completely encased in this thing. And then the actual trigger and the grip is up like you would imagine a normal bullpup being. So it must have some kind of linkage running from that forward grip back to where you're normally running at. I'll, I'll throw up a picture here for those few people actually watching, but I don't know. This is, I can't think of any real reason for something like this, but I thought it was pretty interesting. This is, this is new, right? This is innovative. You should love something like this. Shouldn't you, Sam? Um, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> I'm on their website. It's uh five 99. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know like what the, what the re like what a fella needs this for. But I also don't know why I need a 55-inch TV, but I want one of those, too. Um, you don't know why you don't need it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, I mean, tactically, there are better options. But Not that we're tacticians I could, here. I could see why I could see why people would buy this. I I I, I get it, I guess. I can like it's a, it's similar to the same thing, like the micro ronies and the stuff like that, you know. People the, feel the like the big thing that's different is that it's a 16-inch barrel, though. Yeah. What's that? It's it's actually a 16-inch barrel, though. Yep. Like the micro roni doesn't add any barrel length or anything. It just your pistol basically goes up at the front of it. And it's just like adding a brace. Right. We'll it gives it. you a shoulder thing that goes up. Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> exactly. It would be interesting to see like ballistics out of uh like out of uh you know the four inch barrel as opposed to a sixteen inch barrel. I'm sure it's still it's still nine millimeter. It's not going to be like uh, you know super great ballistics still. But and that's a cool point, I guess. So so you're saying you guys are saying it's better than the micro Ronies, which I think are around three to $400, somewhere in that part ballpark. Yeah. I, I think they're two fifty, three hundred, 300, somewhere around there. Interesting. Um, I don't, I don't know if I would say better, but it's more of a change than a micro Roni. This actually changes the ballistics of your firearm where a microroni is just yeah I, I, don't, I don't know it doesn't really That's do much strictly uh cosmetic well yeah not cosmetics I, I guess it does have the shoulder thing that goes up <laughs> so i mean <laughs> which is nice yeah which is nice. i don't know do you see this being better than getting like a pcc well, think about it. Like, um, how much are you going to pay for it for a, a decent PCC? You know, seven hundred bucks. Well, okay then. Your answer is no. If you can get uh, a good one for that, 
Ruger uh, the Ruger Charger PCC is like or the PC carbine is like I mean you can spend up to like a thousand bucks on them, but the base model is like seven hundred seven fifty. Is it a bullpup? No, no, not, no, no, those are not. So the 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 nice thing about this one is you know you got your uh, you got your petite package, which. So knows all you're about, familiar with not, those huh? so it's not ergonomic and it sucks to reload it does that's it, what this i was one just doesn't wondering. look that bad and i guarantee you the trigger the trigger is absolute fucking shit glock triggers suck in the first place and then you're gonna put it in a fucking bullpup right <laughs> yeah right then you add a hot fucking trash an eight inch linkage <laughs> i'm wondering yeah. yeah what i'm wondering that must be your mag drop there, like straight behind the trigger. That's what looks to like slide yeah. backwards. That must, or no, there's an eject button there. Is that it? Directly beneath the slide Dude, release? Nobody knows. That must be your mag drop where it's just a weird. That's, that's odd. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I will say I'm, I'm, it's not probably not for me. Not some, not the road that I'm going to go down, but it's intriguing. And I think, you know, you guys know me. I always like more options. This is, Dude. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't like it at all. I wouldn't <laughs> say that I'd hate it. Hate is a strong word, but this thing looks bad, like bad. I don't know why, but to... this just struck me. I was intrigued by this thing. Normally I hate this kind of stuff, but. I don't know why this one it, it tugs at my heartstrings for some reason. Uh, well, what's happening yeah. to you? And I assume I, I assume this is just something. I mean, you can order straight to your house. I mean, it's not a firearm in and of itself, so that's cool. Yeah, right? uh, as as yeah. of now, it's not a, a firearm <laughs> of itself. That should be also noted. It is, le or at least they claim it is legal in all fifty states. But it also has not been released yet. Well, supposedly, yeah, it's legal. not a firearm. So how would it not be legal in all fifty states? Yeah, but once you put it into, uh, it would not be legal in California because why? Because there's none of the bullshit. There's it's it's a it's just like a normal AR. You know, it accepts thirty round mags. It's got a mag release. You can to be legal in, in California. And I don't know the laws in California, but don't you have to have a bullet button if you want to drop, drop the mag out? Well, that's changed now. Has it? I think so. Well, either way, I would be extremely shocked if this fucking thing was legal in California. I would be honestly, shocked. you got to drink a couple times, Sam. Mm -hmm. Honestly, if, if the muzzle device wasn't on it, I think it would be legal. Because it no. technically has like a flash hider or whatever, but if you're if you have a if you have an AR and you take off like the flash hider and I don't remember what the hell else it is, but yeah, you it's can got have a pistol grip though. It's got a, I know, but that, there's ways that you can have a legal rifle with a pistol grip in California. It has to be. I can't remember what all the qualifications are. I don't think you can, you can, it's, it's got to have some with the mag release. It's got to have some sort of bullet button or you got to break it open. I don't think this is legal, hmm. but 
neither of us are we're in iowa we don't know the fuck about california we don't know about california laws and once again it's still legal in all 50 states to have this it may not be legal to put a glock in it or another pistol or a pistol in it but it's legal to have that and let it be noted it is still legal under the united states constitution fuck california yes yeah i wonder i don't know i'm not familiar with i mean there's the that the firearm roster in California, are all mm-hmm. Glocks or most Glocks on that roster? Um, I don't know what Gen are allowed. I don't know if the is Gen fives on the roster. Are they allowed? On I have it? no idea. Probably not. It not. probably takes them like eighteen years to add anything to the roster, right? On purpose. Yeah, they'll remove it in about four point three minutes, but adding yeah. it, eh, it could be a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck California. That's all I got to say. You know, it would be really interesting if California just went ahead and did a complete gun ban. You just can't own firearms at all. And then let them explain their way out of more shootings. It'll be the surrounding state's fault. That's, that's what it'll be. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was pretty you mean shocked. to tell me that you didn't you passed a law and criminals didn't immediately follow it? What? I was, I was super surprised that the New York subway shooting wasn't done with a ghost gun. I hate using yeah. that term, but I was like, I, I was, was surprised sure. that both of I these California sure. what do you mean? And have New they, York have they found the suspect and yeah, the firearm used? He was arrested this afternoon and it was a, a legal gun from uh Ohio purchased like Back in 2000, the early 2000s or something like that. Which, mm, yeah, I am. I'm, that's shocking. I find it hilarious, though, that like they find out that this gun was purchased legally. Oh, see, it doesn't work. We need more gun control. Then they find out that the gun was acquired illegally. Oh, see, our laws don't work. We need more laws. Like, yeah. Make up your fucking mind, people. Damn it. Son of a. I just did it again. <laughs> okay uh so anyways back to the back to the meta tactical thing uh what are you what are you guys' final thoughts on it totally stupid are you intrigued i'm gonna rate my interest level at a 3.6 out of five i i am intrigued by it but i do have some hang-ups namely Throwing all that extra weight without changing anything else about the Glock. You can't just throw another two pounds a barrel in your in your factory Glock and expect it to run as 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 normal. That's gonna cause some hang ups there. Yeah, I wonder if it's a still a tilting barrel or if As far as I can tell I it's, how it it's all still works. tilting. Drop in 16 inch barrel conversion is what they say well, on their website. The, now, look at the front end of the unit. I mean, the barrel's got plenty of open space. Move. Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, I'd say my interest level is at about a 0.4 <laughs> out of a point five. out of five or out of <laughs> 10. Maybe I it just these things. I don't know. Bullpups, like I said, the Glock trigger already sucks. And then you put it in a bullpup chassis. Yeah. The thing looks chintzy as shit, in my opinion. It's completely plastic. 
Mm-hmm. The, the, there's not a piece of metal on the goddamn thing, I'd bet, other than the, their drop-in barrel and the charging handle, maybe. And reloading looks like a total goddamn disaster. I just, there's nothing here that looks good to me. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, you got. I get. You it. got several several drinks out of that rant there, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Well worth it. This thing sucks my ass. <laughs> to be honest with you, I have yet to run across a bullpup that that I love. I mean, and maybe it's the fact that I just ha- haven't handled like like really high end bullpups, but every one that I've handled. I've not been that enamored with like even the Tavor, like the IWI Tavor, that's like supposedly the bullpup, you know, that's kind of the thing. And I don't like it. The ergonomics of it. I, I, I'm not a fan. So I, I can't expect that this $600 unit, I would actually, you know, enjoy. I'm not going to lie. There's, there's one. I take that back Two bullpups that I would personally own. One is Styre. a Styrog. Yeah. One is a Styrog. And the second is an odd one that I think both of you are going to be like, that doesn't make any sense. It is a <laughs> Keltec RFB. With you, that doesn't surprise me in the least bit. No. Why? I you just like weird shit like that. I don't know. I'm not even familiar I don't know with what the it Kel-Tec. is about I don't know what it is about the Keltec RFB. Have I you like guys it. have you guys played with a Styrog? I, I have not. handled one. I've never shot one. I yeah, oh. I've handled one, and I was like, eh. I mean, you see him on the trigger on, sucks my fat white ass. You see him on <laughs> Call of Duty, and you're like, yeah, these are awesome. And then you hold one, and you're like, eh, I'll take my AR, thanks. I like things them. I think like they're comfortable. Things like that are built for a specific purpose. They're not just like, ooh. We're going to make these because they look awesome and they're superior to everything else. They're not utilitarian type firearms. They're they're made for an actual use that is not necessarily for us. Where is is, is where's Steyr made? Is that Austria? Austria. Yeah. Not Australia. Let's Correct. put another shrimp on the bob. <laughs> for some reason, I always thought uh, Steyr Aug. Every time I hear the Steyr Aug, I think Australia, and I have to think, no, that's Austria. Those are two different places. <laughs> Bad sale. Oh, my God. Oh, they're <laughs> about as far apart as you can get on this planet. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing. Same place. <laughs> they s- uh, start and end with the same letter. I mean, close yeah, enough. right? Right? They sound the same. Okay. Should we move on? We shall. Okay. Can I go can I go mix a drink while one of you tells us about the new AFT director nominee? Uh, AFT. The the AFT. Did you guys watch that uh that announcement on Monday, by the way? With no, but I've seen all kinds of replays of all the flubs. I mean, that fucker does not know excuse me take a drink (laughs) that 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 it's atf he literally said aft probably 10 times in the short amount of time that i watched it um but yeah see one of the things that he announced on uh monday was the uh new director of the atf nomination steve dettelbach if you go all sorts of funny names if you go and Google this guy and, and just look at his me. picture, 
he looks like the the quintessential ATF type guy. I mean, this this motherfucker looks like he was born to run the ATF. He looks uh, like he was born to get his ass whipped by his wife. He probably I'll does. bet he does. He mentioned, <laughs> he mentioned his wife uh, like in the, in his nomination speech. So she this dude has that. had a I ball wanna... gag in his mouth for more hours than most people are in the gym in their life. This is this is besides the point, though. I was watching that. Did you notice he had to look down at his notes to read his wife and kids' names? <laughs> <laughs> Like he re- looked down, he was like, my wife looked down at his notes, said it, and then looked back down at his notes to read his kid's name. Like He's probably got another family in like fucking Toledo uh, or something. He had to make sure he was reading the right one. Sam, take a drink. <laughs> oh, man, this guy is just... So, yeah. Looks he like was- he is like the quintessential nerd who became law enforcement. Yep. And it would, it should tell you that Obama nominated him to, um, let's see, to the Ohio attorney general. Oh no, excuse me. The Ohio, um, he did something. Uh, District attorney, Obama. I believe. Okay. Yes. Obama nominated him. He also volunteered for Barack Obama's 2008 presidential campaign. Um, he was a United States attorney as a box mentioned for a while from 2009 to 2016. Um, and now he's been nominated to run the ATF and the reasoning behind this, obviously with the last, uh, the last ATF director nomination was a fucking psychopath. I mean, there was, there was more shit on this guy than he looks thirsty. I think, I think that this I don't think we'll have as much trash on this dude as we had on whatever the hell his name. I forgot what the douchebag's name was, but yeah, David Chipman. We won't have as much trash on this dude is the problem. So there won't be as many ways to basically nullify his nomination. Yep. I mean, the only real chance we have is to continue to call our representatives and tell them no. And here's here's my major issues with the guy. Um, he ran for attorney, Ohio Attorney General in 2000, 2018, and he failed. He failed, by the way. But mm-hmm. his his big thing, he was pushing to reinstate an assault weapons ban and universal background checks. How can you run an agency that enforces the 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 laws of the United States when you are clearly biased? Like I don't understand how the like, why can't you nominate somebody that's in the middle of the road? Somebody, somebody that's not extreme either way. Maybe somebody that that doesn't hasn't even made their mind up how they feel. Like, so it, they give the the Constitution a fighting chance. And the thing that really pissed me off when he was nominated, part of part of his speech says, "If confirmed, I promise to support the men and women of the ATF." You know what he didn't say? a goddamn thing about the constitution of the United States, which is the entire fucking point of being nominated to anything. You're supposed to uphold the constitution. And this fuckhead says that he's going to support the men and women of the ATF, a rogue agency. Like this is what pisses me off. You nominate people like this that are go into the fucking position with the goal of fucking supporting their agenda. Fuck that. 
fuck that. That's why that's why I'm adamantly against this guy. And you know what? I will go further and say if Obama or if Biden had nominated somebody in the middle of the road, like an intelligent person that wasn't on either side, maybe I could get behind it because there hasn't been an ATF director in a long time. It's been quite a few, quite a few years. There's been an actual um, nominated one, confirmed one, excuse me. So yeah, that's my, that's my issue with this guy. He's clearly just another, just another cog in the wheel. That's going to do whatever the fuck Biden and his cronies tell him to. So no hard, hard. No, for, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> First of all, I want you to, I want to tell you that you need to go I get a beer drink, out of your like, fridge and drink the whole <laughs> I know. thing. You know what? It I was mean, worth it. It was drink worth the it. whole thing. It was just worth it. Grab Shotgun, two beers, why please. don't you, Sam? <laughs> um, I was trying to do some looking here because I feel like I feel I can't remember if it was Firearm Policy Coalition or somebody had had something where he was running with uh, every town for gun safety and all. The, a lot of the end, like Bloomberg and he's been tied to a lot of these anti-gun. Uh, I didn't, I saw every supporters. town was supporting. I saw every town was supporting him and they had a okay. place where you could write in and tell your, your representatives to confirm him. I don't, I didn't, I don't know, but that's all I know about it. Okay. So anyways, I'm, I feel like Which I, if, I, if I every town is seeing something, but if every town is saying, approve this dude you can go ahead and that's guess all it. you need to know if you want to keep your guns you don't really want this guy in there yeah what i thought yeah, was funny i saw i saw a quote I, it must have been from another uh, another senator that said this is not a a down or this shouldn't be a a, a splitting decision this should be something we all want, but the reason it's he's got a hard road to be approved because of the gun lobby. The I, gun lobby has absolutely nothing to do with it at this point. I didn't understand. I, I mean, that's not a direct quote. I should have wrote it down because it was terrible, but I didn't really understand it at all. It's well, and that's what they say everything about everything. They blame everything on the gun lobby when it's all the NRA. When the NRA at this point is basically, I mean, it's a lame duck agency. It's got nothing or lame duck, whatever you want to call it. It's got nothing going on. I mean, everything, everybody at this point, the American people have started to wake up and the freedom movement, I think personally is starting to gain a lot more traction. People are getting a hold of their reps and people know that they, if they vote for gun control, they're going to have to play hell in, in November. So I personally don't think that the NRA has much to fucking do with it at this point. Here's another, here's another quote from diddle bitch um, and his speech at the white house. As we emerge from this pandemic, we've got to recognize that many Americans still face fear and isolation, not because of a virus, but because of an epidemic of firearms violence, it's not a new problem and it has many causes. That's why it's going to take an all hands on deck partnership approach to address that issue. And the ATF will be there. 
Get bent. If this the is ATF, not an epidemic. Yeah. If the ATF was actually concerned about um, uh, about stopping, you know, gun crime, they would, they would stop giving them to cartels and drug dealing operations. No, I mean, I, I'm not even going to argue with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, so this, that, that's what it was. I found this this quote here not so much a quote but a, a quote and a paragraph from cnn so you know it's a good one. Oh, sure. the, ah. qu- the quote says confirming a qualified nominee to lead the atf should be a unified unifying priority in the senate yet the problem is the same one that has foiled atf confirmation since 2015 the gun lobby in the following paragraph it says Leaders leaders of major gun control groups praised his nomination and urged the Senate to confirm him. That right there, how, why is that? Clearly, that's well, not why? unifying. No, it's not unifying at all. You got one side about gun control that's like, yeah, we need to confirm him. So if you want it to be yeah. unifying, you find a side, you find a guy that's happy with, that both sides are happy with. Not yep. mm-hmm. a guy that... the extremists on the left or want and look at yeah. look look at who he invited to the web to the white house when this was uh when this was announced he invited the who's who of gun control i mean david hogg was there he had this chick that spoke that actually introduced him and i don't she understand was, how is he a who's who in the gun control world the, he's a goddamn high schooler whose high school got shot up. He had nothing to do with it. He didn't survive the shoot. It's not like he got shot and survived. He has he nothing to do with there, it. There was he when it actually no. went down? No, he's not. He no. was like so, off and, on a break. And the, this this female that there was there that spoke. I'm going to take I, a drink preemptively. Fuck David Hogg, that piece of shit. <laughs> Um, the chick, the chick that actually spoke that announced Biden right before, you know, he went into his whole spiel about this gun control thing and announced a nominee. She, I can't remember where she was from. Maybe it was a Parkland shooting. Oh, it was, it was, it was Santa Clara, California. Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. she was actually shot and her best friend was killed. Um, and, and you know, and that's unfortunate. I feel for her. I think she's taking out her 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 grief and uh on in at the, at the wrong people you know at the, at the wrong it's it's too bad that she's wasting her life pushing something like this but my question is if those people like they have all these people the survivors they had sandy hook families there and all this shit if those people are so important why do they get a say why did they get a say in this situation? And the people that have been had their lives saved by guns, the countless, there are estimates of close to, you know, upwards of a million people every year have their lives or, or you know, saved by guns. Why do those people not get a say? Why is it always the, the friends and family of people that were unfortunately killed by them? Like you want to, you want to unite the, the country. You don't just take one side. And that's what they're doing. Yep. Yeah, that's not what the yep. government wants. The government. And she oh. was she she's a part of every town, I believe, who you're talking about. Um, yeah, I think so. Oh, I'm either sure. The, I'm sure. It's either every town or whatever Gifford's group is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, and then, like I said, like, I feel for her, like she was shot by it. She's obviously traumatized, you know, but you're going down the wrong road. That's not going to help anybody, you know? Uh, I guess this is part of it. Never mind. That's more of our later topic. Um, any anything more about the AFT director? <laughs> Fuck the what? AFT. Why? Peters. Why can't Joe figure out that it is the ATF? And why have his, why has his? Because Joe his, doesn't know what's going on. But why have his handlers not grilled that into his head? They probably why have. Why anybody? He's, why does the United dementia. States still pretend? Why does the United States still pretend that this guy is mentally capable of leading the most powerful country <laughs> in the goddamn world? Do you I know? Don't, I don't understand. Have it's you guys going so well? Have you guys? Surely you've seen that clip. It was like after a speech or a conference or something, where everyone is wandering around this party and you know, shaking hands and talking and stuff, and Obama's there, and Joe is just kind of like, just like <laughs> aimlessly wandering around, and nobody is even nobody's paying attention. Paying attention nobody's attention looking him. at him or anything, and Obama's just like. He's conversating with everyone, shaking hands, and Joe's just completely lost. He's got this it's hilarious look on his face. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, right in the corner, taking a shit in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> he gets that uh, look that my girlfriend's dog does when it's going to take a shit on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. <laughs> oh, welcome, oh, Cliff. I, well, hey. Hey, we were how expecting you, you to be one of the first here, and I was talking to you at the beginning, but you weren't here to listen, so thanks for that, dick. <laughs> a loser. Okay, maybe we should move on. We Something shall. a little little more exciting. I came across something from a company called Deterrence Dispensed. Which I think Sam is actually going to really love. I know I thought he was going to love the bullpup thing too. But this is a 3D printed 66 millimeter recoilless can launcher or a recoilless rifle, if you will. I'll throw up an image here if I if it'll load. And Come on, you can do it. Deterrence defense. That was the guy that was uh, that J Stark guy, right? Who's a bit who's big in the 3D printed gun world? I don't control, know his name, but control but, uh, print, I think. Yeah. I yeah, think I've heard of him. Post them on like Gata, something called Gatalog or something. Gatalog, the Gatalog, yes. yeah. I've been on the Gatalog. But yeah, I thought this cool. was I thought this is pretty badass. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I mean, obviously if it's it's a rocket launcher for soda cans or air quotes soda cans i'm sure you can launch just about anything else it's a hundred percent do it yourself there's no regulated parts needed it can be shoulder fired or you can use it as a mortar which <laughs> also pretty cool i'm a big fan <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> but plans are not ready yet to be released somebody on twitter said that they they would or that they were, but they 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 soon will be released on the catalog, from what I could tell. I thought that was pretty freaking neat, though. 
I might buy a 3D printer just to be able to print one of these. Yeah, I will. Uh, I I might print one of these bastards when the when the uh, when the dude. The this thing is awesome. Come out. So I mean, I will find a way to make a high explosives charge that can be shot out of this son of a bitch. I am not gonna lie. I mean, somebody is already working on it. Oh I can yeah. Here's. Have you guys go go to the catalog and look look and see the 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 vast amount of shit that there is printable stuff on there. I mean, it's, oh yeah, there's a lot of good shit ton, on there, a ton of shit. Like, I mean, it's it's ridiculous the amount of stuff that they got on this stuff. Like, it's I'm impressed. Yep, gun control is officially dead because you can just fucking and we're gonna talk about this here in a little bit, but. Guys, it doesn't matter what they fucking ban. You can literally print this shit in your own home. It don't it like we're getting to the point. We're real close to the point where it don't fucking matter anymore. Right? I have to ask, Sam, were you drinking at this fire fire meeting? No, actually I wasn't. You have got quite the potty mouth tonight. This <laughs> is normally you. <laughs> Just left yeah. and right, man. Usually on the podcast, you're not dropping them, but yeah. Well, I just get riled up. This <laughs> shit, just see. There we go again, Dag Nabbit. <laughs> Dag Nabbit. <laughs> it's easier to say that. Uh, dude, and and that's the cool thing, I guess, about the catalog. In my opinion, is they have all these cool designs for frames, receivers, all this, you know, all kinds of different stuff. But they also have like what they call reference models, which to me is super cool because that's like M4A1. They have full pad with specs of like anything you could need as far as an M4, AR-15, M16, fire control group, CAD. They've got anything you could ever want gun-related. You can probably find it on here. It's not going to be yeah. long before before 3D printers become regulated. Probably not. I don't probably think they not. can, dude. You can't. You, they can you do can't whatever regulate, they want. You can't regulate CNC machines. How the hell are they going to regulate printers? They can do whatever um, they want. They can try. They can try. And they might, they may get away with it for a while. But um, this control, con control plus pew, he's kind of like, he's kind of like really at the forefront of, uh, oh. of this shit. Um, he is an Iowan actually. So we should seek him out and, and have him on the, uh, have him on the podcast. What's his name? Dude. Control plus Pew. He's kind of like one of the, you know, he's a, he's a big deal in this. Uh, he's got a website. He's a big deal in the whole. Uh, the catalog. Movement. The catalog. They've got uh, 3D printable magazines. Mm -hmm. And the top two, the top two on here are the Chipman, which is a 3D printable Smith and Wesson 1522 magazine, and then the Everytown 3D printable <laughs> AR 1522 LR magazine. 
Love it. Love it. It's good stuff. Uh, fantastic. Uh, two things I need to point out. Dakota says uh, Dakota got it right. He uh, yes, he did. So when he when he's in the shop tomorrow to uh, to to work, I will give him some <laughs> some free shit. Oh, Dakota's uh, working for you now. Yeah. Also, I don't, I'm uh, not sure he's nine- going to want that tea bag though, Sam. <laughs> also, I should say it's 9:31, and we haven't even got to our main topic yet. That's fine. <laughs> I'm having a good time. All right, fair enough. Fair I enough. mean, I'm I running out of running out of ranch water. We're doing fine. Okay, I'm running out right. of drink. But <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say? I said I'm running out of drink. Okay, you sounded like me for a second there. Why? Never mind. Never mind. I sounded stupid. Not only can you not speak, you also can't hear, Sam. It's incredible. (laughs) Yep. Yep. It's going to be a full-on vegetable in the next few years. Probably. (laughs) Probably got that thing that, uh, that, uh, uh, what's his nuts as Bruce, uh, the, the major actor. Willis. Wow. Bruce Willis. I think I got what he has. (laughs) I can see that. (laughs) <laughs> Aspasia or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I suppose we should probably move on to the main topic, the one we've all been waiting for. Actually, probably nobody's been waiting for it. Who are we kidding? The recent announcement about the restriction on eighty percent lowers, or that's that's how I'm gonna that's how I'm gonna label it right now. But that's not all it is sam how about you you lead us on this i don't know too much about it well um this was announced a year ago actually uh biden directed the atf uh to in his words some along the lines of uh he he mentioned prostitution when he was (laughs) when he was first announcing this but he, he says stop the proliferation of ghost guns so he said and, and, and mind you, when he was announcing this, he says, I couldn't get it through Congress. So I directed the ATF to write a new ruling. Like, think about that for a second. That's not how that's not how America works. Um, but anyways, I'm get my way legally. So I'm going to try a backdoor. Yep. Yep. Method. So, uh, so a year ago, he announced this. And then for a while, there was a there was a period where we could comment on this after the ATF came out with their with their initial uh, their initial ruling. And actually, I think that the comment period helped because it was tamped down a lot from the initial ruling to this one here. And obviously, I was super pissed when this first came out. But the more that I read through it and the more that comes to light, it's obviously unconstitutional. It's bullshit, and we should do everything in our power to fight it, uh, first and foremost. But I will say it's not near as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, I want to. I want to interrupt. I want to interrupt. Sure, go ahead. There is one thing that we should say about this: that there is a lot of misinformation about this out there. There's a lot of people out there that are saying a lot of shit that. Is yep. just to scare you and to get views on YouTube. Also, none of us have read through the 300-some pages of this. We're going to try to bring to you what we know as fact. 
in what we know as speculation. So can we, can you tell us what we know as fact at this point, Sam? Well, what we know as fact is um, one, one major thing that was um, with the, the initial ruling that was different from this one is 80% or excuse me, AR uppers, Glock slides, pistol slides, um, trigger packs, stuff like that. That is all grandfathered in. So there's not going to be any changes to that. You're not going to have to worry about um, serializing your upper, any, you know, existing uppers that come in. Those are all, those are all fine. Those are all good to go. There's what they call it, you know, essentially grandfathered them all. Um, We also know that 80% kits are gone. They are not, I shouldn't say gone. 80% kits are now being viewed as firearms. This is nothing new. This actually happens. If this goes through. Actually, they've been, yes, right. But they've been treating them uh, as firearms for a while now. Several months ago, they started raiding. I mean, they visited Brownells, you know, some major distributors. And when I say a a kit, I mean, you get the 80% lower as well as the jigging, the tooling, the plans, everything you need to make a a full a full firearm. Um, what is not clear at this point is whether or not eighty percent um, lowers in and of themselves are still going to be still going to be legal. Um, j- just if you read the ruling, it's very unclear. Nobody knows yet. Essentially, we're just going to have to wait and see uh, what how the ATF clarifies this this stuff. But it would not surprise me if moving forward, 80% lowers by themselves with no jigging, no plans, no holes drilled, no marks as of any kind. It would not surprise me if those are still legal. Um, that is that is just my speculation. That's not fact. Um, one thing we also know is. Uh, 3D printed firearms, none of that shit is affected. All that stuff is still is still fine. Um, but we do know as a fact, any dealer in possession of one of these 80% kits, after 120 days from now, they will have to be serialized and you will have to have a background check to buy them. Um, so yes, if you want something like that within the next 120 days, make sure you get it because those will be have, you will have to have background checks for those. The other big thing, and this is, this is one of the biggest, which seems like one of the smallest things, but FFL dealers, such as myself used to be after uh, 20 years, you could destroy your records. You did not have to send those in. Um, this, if it is allowed to stand, uh, you have to keep those records indefinitely, which means that everything goes to the ATF, you know, so that a lot of people are looking at as it's, it's, you know, gun registration. Yes. Yes. And no, I mean, it's, it's another step towards that. So, um, that's the basics of what I know at this point, but really, I mean, it's not near as bad as I as I thought it was going to be because 80% kits were already gone. Nobody was selling those. So if if 80% um, receivers themselves are allowed to stand, I mean, frankly, I f- don't feel like the ATF accomplished a whole fuck of a lot 
on this. I mean, well, I think, I think and that, the, and this goes into the speculation of it too, is do you think that just the kits is what they're going after? Or are they truly going to go after the receivers? Because that's kind of where the speculation starts is they, they say, well, yeah, they specifically mention the kits, but what they are really going to go after is any 80% receiver as far as polymer 80 handguns, the P80 receiver, you know, AR receivers, any of the 80% receivers they're going to go after. They only specifically mention, because I mean, realistically, we've only heard one announcement about this. So the speculation is that these are the things that they specifically mentioned but we all know that with the ATF, what they specifically mention is just a tiny little piece of what they're actually going to be attacking. And that could all change in an hour's time with the ATF. We should, we should also yes. mention that this, this, I, I, I don't want to say bill, this ruling, ruling. I guess a rule, yes. this ruling yeah is incredibly Isn't, incredibly vague and incredibly complex and on, on purpose, purpose as Jonathan says so vague and complex that they themselves felt the need to throw in the fact that blocks of aluminum w are not considered firearms at this point if you're being so vague that you have to be like now nah, that block of metal is not a firearm i think you're probably being a little bit too vague Yes. And that to um, me says that any 80% lower will be targeted as well. See, and, and but here's my thing. They, were, they, they got pages and pages, hundreds of pages of questions and responses. And one of those responses was there was asking what would be a firearm and what would not be a firearm. One of those things was, you know, an 80% marked with um drill you know uh pre-drilled holes or markings or whatever would that be a firearm yes they just ask about an 80 percent with no tooling no marks nothing um and they actually responded and said no they will that would not be considered a firearm so i am going to get rid in my brain of all of the the shit that i know about the atf and i'm just going to look strictly at this ruling I don't think they're going after the people. And I have a hard time saying this. I don't think they're going after just the people that want to buy an 80% lower and build an entire gun, you know, order all the pieces and everything. I feel like this is, uh, this is goes against everything in, in my body, but I don't, I feel like they're going to allow 80%ers still. Um, I, frankly, I think they're, Yes, I think they're going after the kids for a year and a half, and then really, they'll change their mind. Right, and that's why it's so important to fight this. I'm, don't get me wrong; I'm not saying I'm not agreeing with anything. And guys, you guys have to remember that this isn't law. Just because Joe Biden came on the TV and said this is what we're doing, that doesn't make any of this legal authority at all. Right. You have to. You have. You have to keep in mind that there is there is laws that our Congress has passed, and the ATF is is tasked with enforcing those laws, but they don't have the power to change those laws. And when they write mm -hmm. a 365 page ruling about how they're going to enforce those laws, something is not quite right. But I, I feel uh, I was pissed off when the ruling first came and then we dug into it and I watched some videos and, you know, Rhett did some reading on it. 
I'm not that threatened by this. And there's going to be, there's going to be lawsuits. There's going to be a million pinpricks. I agree. I agree. I agree. But (laughs) this is not near as bad as I initially thought that it was going to be. I should. That's what they want. They want everybody to go, Oh, well, it's not that bad. But you also Let's just know. let it lie. It's it wasn't that. It's not as bad as we thought. You Johnson, you also remember that I says we should fight this with everything we. Have. I understand. I'm just saying. I'm just making a statement that that that's what they're going for. Is they're going for? It's not as bad as we initially thought it was going to be. So I'm just going to forget about it. I agree. I agree. Uh, but I don't think I don't think that this is going to be forgotten. I think the freedom movement is a lot stronger. I think I think businesses such as Polymer 80 um, are going to fight this tooth and nail. Uh, they posted today and said our products are still legal. Buy them up. We're going to do everything we possibly can. So uh, that's who we need to be. You know, that's who we need to be getting behind is is companies like uh, like that Polymer 80 that are willing to fight for our rights. Rare breed yep. triggers. Let's not forget about them that are, that are, you know, actually fighting for our rights right now. So uh, I don't know. You guys have heard plenty from me. What's your guys' initial feelings after, you know, you kind of know a little bit of the facts. How do you guys feel about this? I don't know. It's tough to say. I'm really up in the air about it all. I mean, yeah, I initially, I, I like I was watching the live of the announcement and everything, but I was expecting much, much, much worse. Like watching it, I was thinking that that's it. This I thought this was supposed to be some enormous announcement, but it wasn't really what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly let down by that. Why does why does Joe always refer back? So he always <laughs> refers back to this deer and Kevlar deer vest Kev- thing. Kevlar, so yeah. did he say it the first time, and somebody like in the back of the room chuckled for a half a second, and so he's like, "That was a good like a joke. That joke. was a good joke. I need to tell that every time I talk about guns." He does yep. the cannon bit too. He did the cannon the bit cannon. again. Which is absolutely so, false. That is absolutely 100% false. But the fact checkers on Facebook, oh, no, 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 we're not going to fact check that. It has always been and is still 100% legal. It is easier for me to go get a full-blown, full-scale fucking cannon than it is for me to go buy a handgun or yep. an AR-15. It is easier for me to get a goddamn cannon than it is to get any other firearm. I saw a fucking me and Adam went up to Sioux Falls for a concert last week and we stopped in an antique store. Saw a cannon in there. Was sitting in the middle of the floor. (laughs) Oh yeah. Totally could have bought that cannon. I know someone with a cannon. Hell yeah. It shoots like ball bearings like this big. They're freaking awesome. Um yeah, and and that's like, does he think that in 1800 they were doing back? He he literally said, from the beginning of the time, the Second Amendment was uh, was written. They didn't just let anybody buy guns. Yes, yes they, they did. Fucking did. Do you think? Yeah, they, they were did. Doing background checks or like, here's lead a, us down the road. They didn't like him, so they wouldn't let him buy a gun when he went to the fucking hardware store. Like, what yeah. are you? And and the other thing on? is. 
the other thing, and I watched Brandon Herrera had actually had a very good video about this, about this whole 80% rule or this, this new ghost gun ruling. And the way the United States fought off the British Navy was privately owned warships with cannons and the crews to man those cannons. That's legitimately like, Hey, Elon, can you actually take some of those, those, uh, Falcon rockets and make them ICBMs (laughs) instead, please. And like, I mean, that's legitimately the thing they asked wealthy people to, I mean, it was wealthy people who owned these warships. And you know, we asked the wealthy people to defend, you know, help us defend against our, our enemies. Yep. And, and not to change the subject, but that's like, you guys see Ukraine the other day was like, Hey, uh, it's been a month or so ago, but Hey, Elon, uh, we could use some internet. He's like, yep. On it. Just on his phone on Twitter. He's like, sure. Yeah. (laughs) And it was there in a day. And you know, you know, if like the shit hits the fan, we're like, Hey, Elon, we could use like some tactical warheads. I mean, yeah. You want to help us out? Yeah. Give me 18 hours. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. So, and, and and to Johnson's point, like I a hundred percent agree. This is the more death by a thousand cuts thing. Um, yeah. And and one other thing that I did not, that I did not mention, which is not a big deal for most of you, but it's a huge deal for me personally. Uh, one of their rulings is any privately made firearm that I take in right now, I do a lot of 80 percenters, you know, they come into my books. I write them down on my books and I write NSN, no serial number because I don't have to have a serial number with this ruling. If I keep it overnight, it needs to be serialized, um, which is not a big deal, but after that, you know, after now that you have to keep your records and all those records go to the ATF, Essentially, they're saying that we want to know about everybody's everybody's privately made firearms. So you're going to have to give us those those records. No. And then they're like, uh, you can't destroy those records ever. Exactly. 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 And here's my Just question. Don't write it down that you had it. Done. Well, and herein lies the problem, Johnson. I'm not saying that this like... I'm not saying that this is put a safe outside. It wasn't in my house overnight. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> right. I found but it in the alley. <laughs> here yeah. is, herein lies the problem. Herein lies the problem. If Douche I have bags. An, if I have an 80% on the wall, you know, I, I need to I need to do some work on it. And the ATF comes for a surprise visit, which they do. Got it today. Yes. So came in today. Right. But if they're able to find somehow, if they suspected, yes, I understand. Like I get it, but it, this is, and, and this is what pisses me off. They're, they're, they're attacking the way that I do business and changing the way that I do business without my representatives. This is the same as taxation without representation. This is not how the fucking United States of America works. The thing like, is, my reps did not. Okay. This, this is not fucking okay. But the thing is, it's not law yet because your representatives have not voted on this law. Right. Uh, I, I understand. And, so, and here's, 
here is we talked about this on the podcast um this last this last podcast it's not out yet uh it will come come out but we talk about what can we actually do and i say we need to we need to not comply so what and it's going to take it's going to take people getting in trouble if people fucking not complying with the law so we each need to we each need to look at ourselves and and realize what we're willing to do what we are willing to partake in and what you know the laws that we're letting the, them get away with or we need to stand up and say, this is what I'm going to do. And I've made up my mind. I know what the fuck I'm going to do. I, I know that. And I'm not going to say that on this public forum, but I know what I'm going to do. And, and mm-hmm. everybody needs to make up their own minds about it. Yep. And that's, I, I don't know how else, I don't know how else to say it. Like everybody has a line in the sand that they, they're going to, they're going to say, you know, this is it. This is my hill I'm going to die on. It's going to be different for everybody, but I don't know. I don't know. It's. Yeah, I found I found something earlier. This is a little bit off topic of Sam's little rant here, but upon when I was a lot of those tonight, researching old Stephen Diddlebitch a little while ago. I came across some a post on Reddit. Someone said that they Minnesota snuck something in to an omnibus bill up there not long ago that absolutely no one knew about. Where in Minnesota you are not allowed by law to possess a firearm that does not have a serial that does not have a serial number on it. I found I like I found the statute and everything. It's officially law in minnesota i don't know if this is if that's the first time in the nation if that's the first time this has happened or or what but i that is preposterous you face if you break if you get possessed you get caught possessing a pad say that doesn't have a a serial number on it you face up to five years and ten thousand dollars and i thought that that was insane does that include pre-1968 firearms because i get in old ass firearms all the time that have no serial number on them like they're up until the gun control act of 1968 they didn't have to have serial numbers it was that i do not know so (laughs) it was a pretty short statute so and here here's the other here's the other interesting thing the the ruling that the agf just came out with says that the serial number needs to be on a metal plate so here's the question. Say if a third 3D printed firearm comes into the shop, I have to somehow somehow um, label that with a serial number. How the fuck am I going to get a metal plate embedded in plastic? Like I can't just, it doesn't, I can't just do that. Like I don't have the technology. Therefore, I'm going to decline that. Therefore, that 3D printed firearm is not going to be serialized. Therefore, the ATF doesn't know about it. And it's it's the, that's the opposite of what they're trying to do. Like it's not going, that's going to drive away firearms from being serialized, and they're not going to know about them. It, it makes it makes zero fucking sense at all. That was a big thing that I I watched a video from FUD Busters about this whole 
debacle earlier. If you guys want to know more about this whole bill from somebody that actually knows what they're talking about on the legal side of things, I believe he is a lawyer for FPC. Go uh, go to Fudbusters on, on YouTube and he can tell you more about that exact thing that Sam was just talking about and the rest of everything. Yeah, he's a very intelligent fellow. He is a lawyer. Um, Fudbusters is a YouTube channel as well as the other one that I that I recommend and I have mentioned this on the channel before is Arms Scholar. He's a he is a I know he is a lawyer for the FPC. Uh, he's an intelligent fella. He's kind of dry, you know, but he always has the exact, I mean, he knows what's going on and he will tell you exactly what's, what's happening. So those are two channels that I certainly recommend. That's another thing too. There's, like I said, at the beginning of this segment, there is a ton of YouTubers out there trying to get a ton of views from this by striking fear into everyone saying, Oh, this and this and this is gone and we're going to be screwed from because of this. Those are the ones that you probably want to avoid. Yep. I mean, go to, go to people that you can actually trust or when you watch them, they're like, yeah, I don't know this, but this is what it sounds like to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Have somebody that like us, we're good guys. We present the facts. And we we let you know when it's not the facts. Not yeah. saying we'll tell you. Yep. We'll tell you. We don't know a goddamn thing. <laughs> it's true. What you should probably do is not listen to us. <laughs> uh, Cliff says Coleon Noir is good. Also, yes, he is. I enjoy him. He's a uh, he's a good one as well. He is also a lawyer, I believe. Yes, yes. used to be. I know, I, and he's associated with the NRA, but. Don't he is he is his own man, I assure you. He's a he's a very intelligent fella. Um, and I'm I think highly of him as well. So yep. That's Cliff earlier said something I was thinking of too, about uh having to serialize firearms that you have for more than a night or more than a day. He said keep them at Box's house. So maybe I should get my FFL, Sam, and whenever you get something that's unserialized, we can just Swap it or send it back and Go forth back each and forth. Send every day until you're day, done. Every day. <laughs> I hey. didn't have it for more than a day. Look at my and records. Realistically, they couldn't say anything because your records show yeah. that it gets transferred every day. We just like doing paperwork and trading guns. <laughs> I'm not. Well, actually, I think I took pictures of it. I took pictures of it this day to show the state of, you know, to show the customer. Yeah. So I had it that day. I had to document it every day. Saying, I think what they were saying is before I transfer it to any other FFL as well, it needs to be serialized. But and here's the here's the the, the shitty thing. As I said about um, not putting the metal stamp in the plastic, like most people don't have the technology to do that. I sure as hell don't. But also, most people don't have a laser uh, a laser cutter, you know, in, the, yeah. in their shop. Like I I can do that. But most people don't. And that's a fucking $10,000 machine. Like you can't just, most people can't just up and, 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 you know, get shit like that to do that. So it's not feasible for them to. Yeah. You to just mark. get a stamp. You just get a stamp set, you know, oh, punches sure, yeah. and you whack them with a hammer and make it look real nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. That's, <laughs> that's good stuff. But it will be interesting. Um, I've said from the beginning before this ruling was even announced that there's lawsuits going to be flying immediately. I'm sure Polymer 80, you know, some of the other big companies have this shit on the ready. So uh, it, I will be, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see um, where that where this goes, if there is a stay involved. Uh, but 
it's looking more and more like the administration, the current administration just does not care to play by the rules. I mean, as far as the vaccine mandates, those were struck down. You guys remember, you know, it took way, way, way too fucking long months and they made hundreds of thousands of millions of people get the vaccine um, before that mandate was mandate was struck down. So, you know, I have no, I, I don't, it's going to take a long time for this to get struck down as well, but I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Cliff says whack box with a hammer. I'm in, you know, Cliff, I was just at your house not that many hours ago and I probably will be in the next few days as well. I'm, I don't know. I might do some pretty, your lawn. I might do some pretty weird things to your, to your, to your home. <laughs> Cliff, do you have a deck? <laughs> I don't think he does. pooping on it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, that's good stuff. Okay. um... Right on your front step, right outside your front door. Gonna be a big, hot box shit right on it. (laughs) Let your llamas into your house and let them shit all over everything. (laughs) There you go. Okay. Does anyone else have any more to say about this or should we call it a night? I think I've probably ranted enough for the night. I had quite a few rants tonight, so you really did. I think you've cursed more tonight than you have in like the last four episodes. <laughs> right. I get riled up over this stuff, man. <laughs> You're just in a, a weird mood. Bushlight brings it out of you, I guess. Uh, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I wasn't on the whiskey tonight, so That's the opposite of me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I suppose we're going to call it an episode. Thank you for stopping by everyone. Be sure to listen to our, to our entire catalog of podcasts on the most major podcast providers and also on our website. If you enjoy what we do and want to help support the show, check out our subscribe star page for exclusive content and other benefits. If you want to get more involved with the community, join our forum over on lifeshortlivefree.com. If you aren't aware, Gears and Beers is streamed live every other Wednesday night at 8.30 Central Time on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and our website. We would love for you to come get involved with the conversation. It's always a good time. I mean, I get kind of tired of hearing Cliff, but I'd like to hear from somebody else. Hear somebody else talk shit to me. That's 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 more fun. Also, be <laughs> sure to check out our sponsors, Shyworks at Shyworks.com and on Facebook, and also Ballistic Imagery at BallisticImagery.com and Facebook. And that's the show, folks. Once again, thank you all for stopping by. And Dakota, if Sam doesn't give you some free shit, let me know, and I'll, I'll, get, I'll get after him. I'll punch him in the beanbag until he does. And that's all we have for you. Take us away, Sam. Yep. Thanks for hanging out, guys. We'll be back in two weeks. Until then, remember, life's short, live free. God bless. God bless the United States of America. And defund the ATF. Repeal the NFA. And probably just, like, I don't know, topple the government or something. Yeah. <laughs> Grow food, become ungovernable. Drill that third hole. <laughs> yeah. Even if your wife says no. Oh, wait. <laughs>